Welcome to this week's episode of the Prep Athletics Podcast. We got a little bit of a different one this week where we're going to be playing a lot of music throughout. Uh, it's actually an episode of my pregame music throughout my basketball career. And just want to give you a fair warning that some of the clips we pull to the songs does have explicit language in it. So if you are offended by that, um, you might want to turn it down during the music part. If you've got kids in the car, um, you might want to listen to this one on your own because, yeah, in the uh, in the 90s, I did listen to some uh, pregame music that was not uh, user-friendly and we did not use the clean versions for this. So take that into account when listening today. Without further ado, please enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Prep Athletics Podcast. This is Corey Heights. Some battles. I'm I'm not sure if they got us. If they did, maybe maybe. So you will get better as a player during that year. So it was kind of exciting. Like, oh yeah, somebody wants me. Welcome to this week's episode of the Prep Athletics Podcast. This is a special one-off episode, and it is going to be the pregame music that I listened to from ninth grade year in high school all the way up, actually starting in eighth grade all the way up to my junior year in college all right the reason i'm doing this is one to mix it up and two i heard a podcast with rick rubin and tyler cohen now rick rubin is a famous producer produced at the beastie boys slayer adele johnny cash uh, look him up his you know his um podcast called tetragrammatron is amazing I've been listening to it since it came out earlier this spring. His first episode's with Phil Jackson. And if you sign up for the Prep Athletics podcast, you'll see, or I'm sorry, the newsletter, you will see last month that I mentioned this podcast and how just great I think it is. And the reason I'm doing this is because he had a recent podcast with Tyler Cohen to where they went through a lot of songs that Tyler loves and just wanted to share with Rick and the world. And I thought, you know, I used to be a, a DJ um, in Texas, I used to be a DJ in college. I used to be a DJ I'm in Kentucky for the University of Kentucky's FM College Run channel. I used to have a music blog and a concerts all over the world. So music is one of my first loves, right? If not one of my main loves as far as a hobby goes. And I don't play it, but I love sharing music with people. And what I'm going to do at the end of this episode is actually make a Spotify playlist of all these songs, right? So this is very autobiographical today. I'm going to share some songs with you. Some of you might have heard, some of you might have not, but just know these are the songs I was listening to from ages 14 to 22. Um, and, you know, do I listen to these songs anymore? Not really. I'm not really in that mindset um, for getting ready for a game. But these are the songs I would use to pump me up before a game, right? So, you know, you always see players with their headsets on uh, walking into an arena. Uh, some do it when they're actually warming up on the court. And those are the songs they need. I think... I think LeBron, if I, if I remember correctly, used, used to, or at least still does, um, warm up to the song Maniac. I don't know who sings that song, but it's an 80s song from a movie soundtrack. Might have been Flashdance, if I'm correct. If I'm wrong, let me know. But um, everyone's got their own songs to use for pregame. And I'm sure some people don't. But anyway, here is my list. So we're going to start out in eighth grade, right? And the song is Gangstars, Who's Gonna Take the Weight? And here's a sample. I was raised like a Muslim, praying to the east. Nature of my life relates rhymes I release like a cannon. Cause I've been planning to be ramming what I wrote straight on a plate down your throat. So, digest as I suggest, we take a good look at who's who 
while I'm reading from my good book. And let's dig into every nook and every... Okay, the first time I heard that was actually in a gym in Georgetown, Kentucky. It was actually Georgetown College's campus, and uh, I was a manager for a really good AAU team. Uh, I don't know how I got connected with it, but you know Anthony Epps was on that team. He played for Kentucky. Uh, I think he won a national title as point guard uh, for Rick Pitino and, and Tubby Smith, and um, there were some other guys. And somehow I got hooked up to be the manager. So I was around, went with them to Memphis for the national tournament, um, and I was in eighth grade, and I remember them playing this song. Also, the new NWA came out. A lot of that's inappropriate, but uh, I just love this song. It, you know, I saw Gangstar live when they opened up for Rage Against the Machine in Denver in 1999 on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and they, they did great. Didn't hear this song that night, but just loved it, and it just sounds like 1991 to me. Okay, next, uh, ninth grade year. This is when I'm in high school at Henry Clay High School. Big public school, good basketball tradition. Um, and I remember one night after practice, some of my senior teammates getting on the PA system in the gym and putting on this song by MC Breed and the DFC called Ain't No Future in Your Frontin'. Check out a clip here. This sound hard, sound funky, people gon' dance to Give the record a second and a chance to Hitting people like a scene of amazement While they slipping back, my feet is planted in the pavement Crumble I can never do So now I'm looking dead at you, what are you gonna do? You listen to the knowledge of a scholar You say how I breathe, tell them how I Okay, so once again, pretty unique right there Um and uh, my, one of my other favorite songs is Mind Playing Tricks On My Mind Is Playing Tricks On Me by the Ghetto Boys. Once again, that's a pretty rough song. Didn't want to play that. And this one just a little bit more aggressive than Mind Playing Tricks On Me. And, uh, you know, I would go, uh, you know, to, to U102, which was a Lexington Urban channel on the radio, and have my tape recorder ready to go to record this. And yeah, I got the MC Breed song, not at a record store, but. Um, off the radio on a tape cassette. So that was ninth grade year, my pump-up music for JV and Freshman Ball and Henry Clay. Tenth grade year, uh, Da Lynch Mob came out, and their song Gorillas in the Mist was a big hit in the rap world. Why don't you check out a quick uh, sample here? Come down and beware of the black fist. The gorilla straight motherfucking killers in the mist. Take a shot, but you can't horse. Never thought you'd see some central niggas in the forest. Don't you get Okay, that was the Lynch Mob, and that was kind of a side project of Ice Cube. I don't know if he was buddies with them growing up, or if he produced them, or took them under his wing. I don't know, um, but that was a hot song for a hot minute, and I loved it. And I used to play that whole tape in my 1986 Mercury Sable, driving to and from practice, and just loved it. And it got me pumped up um, like nothing else. Now to 11th grade year, junior year. Uh, I had transferred the middle of my sophomore year to Lexington Catholic High School. So I went from a big public school to a Catholic school that had the number one team in the state on it. And um, big transition there. But 11th grade year, uh, the song me and almost our whole team listened to was Dr. Dre's featuring Ice Cube's Natural Born Killers. Big time reunion between those two. They had a falling out. They got back together for this song. It was a big hit. I loved it. Check out a sample here. Shorty with 
put me into the mind of a maniac Doomed to be a killer since I came out the nutsack I'm in a murderous mind state with a heart full of terror I see the devil in the mirror Fuck, fuck, lights out Cause when I grab my sword off, niggas get hauled off Barrel one So that was Natural Born Killers, and I remember you used to put that on loud, do push-ups to get pumped up for the game. Had other songs too, right? Mind you, I didn't play these songs exclusively, but these are the ones I feel like were the top songs for each year um, that got me motivated and pumped up before games. Um, and then come the 12th grade year, a guy named Eric Newman in my class at Lexington Catholic had a ministry CD. He said, you should check this out. And I think I heard Ministry on MTV late one night, or it might have been on Beavis and Butthead, because they played a lot of videos. Um, and Ministry was industrial music. Al Jorgensen was the lead singer, and it, it's rough. It is an, it's fast, it's hard. And Psalm 69 is just a classic industrial record. And you know, there's some songs in there like Just One Fix about drug addiction, New World Order, NWO, famous industrial riffs. A corrosion just it felt like a machine made it and uh check out a uh, check out a little bit of corrosion here so that was corrosion Big step up from, or big change from like all the rap I'd been listening to previously. And this is kind of my first introduction to metal, right? And industrial music. And I really dug it. So after graduation, I go to basic training at the Air Force Academy's prep school. And, you know, we now have money because we're getting paid to be there every month. We got a BX, which is basically uh, like a CVS, Walgreens, Walmart on each base. And you can go in there and spend your 550 bucks you're getting paid each month. And you get paid that at prep school because you actually enlist in the Air Force to, to be a student there, right? So getting 550 bucks a month in 95 and 96, we bought a lot of CDs. And one uh, that just so, so gnarly is, uh, is the release by Old Dirty Bastard, his debut. Old Dirty Bastard was a member of the Wu-Tang Clan. A lot of those guys did solo albums that were classics. This one is an absolute classic and my favorite song off there that I listened to before games was called Brooklyn Zoo. Check out Brooklyn Zoo here. I'm the one man on me a song. I never been tookin' out. I keep MCs looking out. I drop signs like Crosby dropping babies. Enough to make a nigga go crazy. In the G building, taking all types of medicine. Cause you thought you were better than a son. I keep playing it in orbit while I become So his rhyming is great. Um his uh you know, that beat is just something unique and different. And, uh, you know, one funny thing about Old Dirty Bastard is he actually took MTV with him once uh, in a limo to the welfare office to get his welfare check. So he was gaming the system there. He didn't, uh, he died quite a, quite a while ago, um, didn't live very long, which kind of solidified his, uh, you know, his uh, cult status there among rappers. Freshman year at the academy, right? Now you're not allowed to have CDs because you're a freshman. You have a lot of privileges that are not, you just don't have them. You can't wear civilian clothes. You can't have CDs. You can't have a refrigerator. Um, can't get pizza if you want it. Can't call home because there's no cell phones or set phone access. Um, so it was rough. So um, I did buy CDs illegally. And one that I listened to over and over again uh, before games and on road trips was Super Vixen. 
by Garbage. Check it out. Yeah, so not really the pump-up song. I like the guitar a lot. I like how it stopped and started. had good production value. I like Shirley Manson's vocals on this. Um, it's a lot lighter than the previous stuff I listened to, but at that time, it's just it's what I needed, and it's what I really liked. And, you know, like I said, I was listening to other music at that time. This is the song that I just, it seems like it solidified itself as the top song for that rough freshman year, which, you know, you're getting hazed at the academy and um, just not not a normal experience for a freshman on campus sophomore year you get more privileges you're no longer getting hazed you have a lot more um uh you know just freedoms i did not i was on probation but uh one thing i really liked is i got um really educated on ozzy osbourne the summer before my sophomore year by a friend named gene seiler in kentucky and um one of the songs I really came away liking was called Flying High Again. If you listen to Classic Rock or the Aussie Channel on XM, you'll hear this song quite a bit. Check out a highlight of it here. That was Flying High Again by Ozzy. He has a lot of great songs. And for those that might not know, Ozzy was the previous lead singer of Black Sabbath, right? And Black Sabbath, just good hard rock. Not not metal, nothing crazy like it, you know, some people might think it is. Um, and a lot of stories about Ozzy Osbourne are crazy, but the, the guy put out some really great music. And that year, Flying High Again was just a feel-good rocker uh, from the 80s and that's a song I really enjoyed. Pearl Jam also came out that year. Um, there was also a new Nas album I listened to a lot. But this one was, uh, was my song. Now, junior year, this is my final year of playing basketball at the academy. I did not play my senior year. Um, and I was really depressed. You know, our sophomore year, uh, playing on a JV team, we, we beat ranked teams. We, our system was flowing. It was great. Beating the tar out of teams. And um, junior year, our coach uh, got bumped up to varsity because he'd won so much with us, and we got one of the other assistants from varsity coming down to JV, and uh, just, we weren't very good, weren't very well coached, and it was very depressing. Like, I was the only junior in the team, as a team captain. I was depressed I wasn't on varsity, you know, traveling the WAC, flying to Hawaii, Fresno State, and, you know, Utah, all these great teams. Couldn't do it because I just wasn't good enough. Um, so I, you know, I just needed to get through the year, right? I actually called home a couple of times saying, can I quit? You know, like, yeah, just, just finish it out. You know, we finished things in our family, but it, it was a miserable, a miserable year. I think we won two games and, um, just a rough way to end my career, right? At the collegiate level. So that year, the song I played a lot over and over again was the new radicals. You only get what you give. Check it out. So 
So that song, uh, just a feel-good song. I mean, I still love it to this day. Fun fact, the radio station in Denver had a free concert for the New Radicals. So I went up there with a couple buddies, and uh, we got in, and they started the concert playing this song, and then they actually ended the concert playing that song. So I've never in my life before since had a band play the same song twice. But guess what? I bought their CD beforehand, so I knew all the songs. So the concert was good for me. But really, everyone was there just to hear that song. So hearing it twice, not a bad thing, right? So that's the song I kind of used to get me through that year. And then finally, senior year, I was not playing basketball. I was lifting weights, playing intramurals, having fun. And uh, my intramural song was Rage Against the Machines, Testify, which is off their third album, The Battle of Los Angeles. It's the first song. It's a banger. Check it out here. And I've seen Rage Against the Machine twice, and both times they've opened their show with that song, and just it's bedlam when that happens. So anyway, these are my uh, examples of the Prep Athletics pregame, uh, Corey Heights, before Prep Athletics even existed, but my pregame music throughout the years. And I will put this into a Spotify playlist, and I'll put it in the show notes. So if you want to listen to it, go for it. Another thing I ask is if you like these podcasts, go ahead and subscribe. If you want to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that's great. Would appreciate that, but sign up for the newsletter. Go to prepathletics.com. That way, every month in your inbox, you get the latest on what's going on in the prep school basketball world. Um, and if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I'm here for you. And uh, Corey, C O R Y at prepathletics.com. And uh, you can also find my information on the website. So thanks for tuning in to this kind of unique episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>